You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn cross country and track and field news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and of course, I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Kyle, my husband, to discuss the Tiger Paul Invitational that was hosted in Clemson, South Carolina. Back in the old familiar places again. We just can't leave the state of South Carolina. To say third time in a row we've been in South Carolina. All I gotta say is they must do indoor track very well in South Carolina for us to be back to back to back meets there in the Magnolia State. Absolutely. It's the Magnolia State, isn't it? Well, I was just gonna go with it because I have no clue. I think it's something like that. I thought Alabama was the Magnolia State. No, we're not the Magnolia. We're the Yellow Hammer State. That's a bird. Yeah. But I guess we have a state a tree too, don't we? Yeah. Well, here you go. Only on this show okay. will you get analysis and state symbols along with your track and field news. Yeah. So moving on. So like I said, the Tiger Paul Invitational was February 8th and 9th in Clemson. So Kyle, before we actually get into all the results, let's talk about the highlights. So why don't you hit us off with Anthony Schwartz? Well, I know everyone's excited about track and field season because of all the football players that are uh, on the team uh, right now. No, we were excited about track and field because it's track and field. L- let, here, let me just go ahead and say this right now. The typical Auburn fan does not truly pay attention to track and field. They should. Correct. But this gives them an extra incentive because they've seen what Anthony Schwartz, Sean Shivers, and Noah Ibnogany can do on football field. It should stand to reason that they'd be impressed by what they could do on the track and field as well. So... Talking about that, Anthony Schwartz made some big waves in this in this meet. He actually broke the freshman record, not once, but twice in the same meet. You know, he joked last week about how he didn't perform in that meet. And they kept him out for some reason. I think people are just getting tired of getting beat by Anthony Schwartz. That's why they just held him out. <laughs> well, you forgot to mention, he broke the freshman record in the 60-meter dash. Excuse me. Yes. Yes. I just got so excited that he broke a freshman record. I forgot to mention what Two it was. Two times. In. So how he did this was in the prelims, he finished with a time of 6.62 seconds for the 60-meter dash, then went on to finals, which was only two hours later, and broke his own record with a time of 6.59 seconds. So this also tied the best freshman mark nationally. See... I don't understand how they can recover and break another record two hours later. I need two weeks to recover after Seriously, <laughs> that's why I mentioned that. It was just two hours later that he did even better. And here's the thing, too. I saw Anthony Schwartz post this on social media right after the meet. And he said, it's not the result I wanted. What result did you want? Jeez. I mean, I know you tied the guy, the freshman mark. Maybe he wanted to annihilate. Like, I get that. But, you know, you're still, you're not even in postseason yet. So there's still plenty to go. I'm like, dude, you're doing fine. We're So tell me this. Will the football athletes get to compete in outdoor track? Because, yeah, I will that, so. Yeah, that Jackson, won't interfere with spring training? I think they'll have to probably work around their schedule really, you know, carefully. But Bo Jackson played in True. outdoor track and field as well. You know, so. He did? Yeah. I just knew about baseball. No, he was that. He was that. Well, actually, let me take that back. I think he participated on the track and field uh, here at Auburn. I know he did on the national stage, but we'll, we'll wow. find that out and get back to so, it. So, AKA, you're associating Anthony Schwartz with Bo Jackson. I guess so. I mean, he needs a third sport to throw in there to be on that level, but hey. I'm all right with two. 
I am alright with two as well. So, another football player, Noah Igbenogany, he got a PR in the long jump, which we'll talk about a little later. And we had lots of PRs in the women's mile. We had Presley Weems got a PR, plus four other women got PRs in the mile. It was a very good event for Auburn. Yes. And then we also had Maddie Malone, who broke her own school record in the weight throw with a toss of 19.28 meters. And this was her previous record was 19.03 from the last week. So quite a bit of improvement there. Huge improvement in one week. Kind of like we said, Anthony Schwartz, I mean, two hours. This is a week, though. That's a that's a quarter of a meter distance that she threw extra this time. That's fantastic. We keep seeing a lot of these athletes that we expect have hit their pinnacle, and they keep getting better as time goes on. Yep, absolutely. So in the last highlight to talk about before we actually get into the results, Brenda Kaigan placed first in the women's 5,000-meter run. That's something I know, Kyle, you've been excited to see. It's good. Speaking of old, familiar places, that is the place that we want to see her winning races again. Absolutely. Okay, so Kyle, you're up first because it's your favorite, the field events. The field events, and of course, we must start with the throws. In the men's shot put, we'll have three competitors. Evan Blair, the sophomore, is first with a throw of 49 was that, I always forget, is it feet or meters? That would be feet. You see the little tick mark? Right, that's what, yeah. yeah just Bless that. your tater picking heart. 49 feet, 5.75 inches is his throw for a 19th place out of 22. Eric Ebel, the freshman, 46 feet, 10.5 inches for 21st out of 22nd. And lastly, Chris Stone, the senior, with a throw of 43 feet, 1 inch for 22nd out of 22nd. So the only thing that's not a great performance here in terms of placements for the Tigers. And I'm more interested that Chris Stone got last out of that because he's done so well in this event, you know, throughout the rest of the year. He has, but you know what I've seen with this meet? It was really heavy competition, really heavy competition, which is why I think we saw, so we will talk about all of the PRs that we have seen and are seeing at this meet, but there's been some really heavy competition. But Evan Blair did get his PR for the season. I'm not sure that's his PR ever, but that's the farthest he's ever thrown in indoor 2019. Yeah. So, I mean, there is still improvement, even though we didn't maybe get the placements that we exactly wanted. In the women's shot put, we had two competitors. Tori McKinley is our first one, the sophomore, with a throw of 50 feet and 9 inches for 8th place out of 25. And then Natasha Jordan with a throw of 32 feet, 4.25 inches for 25th out of 25 there. So I hope, this is the first time we've seen Natasha throw in this event. Yes. So, yes. you know, you can see the discrepancy between her and Tori. Yeah, but... definitely. But we'll give her some time. You know, typically... Natasha is a sprinter, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty impressed that she is trying something different. I wonder why that is. Just trying to hone skills somewhere else? It, it could be, you know, maybe she's trying to do the heptathlon or decathlon. I don't know. The, All those uh, tathlons. Offalon, something like that. So, moving on to the men's weight throw, we had Eric Ebel. He threw 58 feet 6.75 inches for a 13th out of 23 place finish. Um, with men, with, excuse me, women's weight throw, we had three competitors, Erin Perkins. She placed fifth out of 27 with a throw of 65 feet, 4.25 inches, which was a PR for her. Um, next we had Maddie Malone who threw 63 feet, three inches for a PR for her with a 10th place finish out of the 27. And then Tori McKinley threw 53 feet, 11.25 inches for 22nd out of 27 
So we're seeing a lot of good things out of the throwing events here. We got some PRs, and then, uh, I know that's what you love to see. Absolutely. I'll take a PR over anything, any day. (laughs) All right. Well, let's move on to some jumping events. The men's triple jump. We have two competitors, Mark Rubicalva, the senior, with a jump of 47 feet, 7.25 inches for 13th out of 15. And then Khalil Hassan, the freshman, with a jump of 47 feet, 5.75 inches for 14th out of 15th. So, again... You know, not the most impressive placements, but we'll have uh, plenty of extra time for them to improve. For the women's triple jump, we also have one competitor, Kennedy Brown, the freshman, with a jump of 39 feet, 0.5 inches for 13th place out of 18th. So moving on to men's long jump, we had Noah Igbenogany with a PR of 25 feet, 3.5 inches for third place out of 24 athletes. Then we had Mark Rubalcaba with a jump of 22 feet 5 inches for 17th place finish, followed by Chris Stone with a 21 foot 3.5 inch finish for a 22nd overall finish. Noah continues to impress. Um, He always places, and he tends to get his PR rather or close to it every single time. Yes, and this is two meets in a row that he's gotten a new PR. So that's huge. Well, it shows you that he's still got a lot left in the tank in terms of improvement. But also the you know thing that frustrates me probably or frustrates him is that he's gotten second and third every time he's competed. He hasn't won it yet. So I think that's, that's what's pushing him to continue to PR. Yep. And he's just on the cusp of being another gold for Auburn. Yep. But this also proves that coaching at Auburn is stellar. I don't care what anybody else says. If you've got athletes that are consistently getting PRs, that's your coaches, pushing them and doing the right drills and everything. So congratulations to our coaches as well. Um, So next we've got women's long jump. Two athletes competed. We had Natasha Jordan with a jump of 17 feet, 8.5 inches for a 23rd out of 33 place finish, followed by Sarah Little with a jump of 17 feet, 4.5 inches for a 30th place finish. Natasha Jordan's just all over the place in this event, jumping, throwing, and running. That's what makes me think she's gearing up to do one of the heptathlons, something. I'd love to see us have more competitors in that event. Yeah. All right, I'll round out the field events for us. We have the men's high jump to start off with. Two competitors, Dontavious Hill, the freshman, a jump of 6 feet, 10.75 inches for third place finish out of 16, a bronze for us there. Jerron Brooks, the junior, with a jump of 6 feet, 8.75 inches for 5th out of 16th placement. I'm very impressed with those guys' results there. The women's high jump, three competitors. Caroline Lawrence, the sophomore, 5 feet, 6.5 inches for 10th out of 21. Skylar Daniel, the senior, with 5 feet, 10.5 inches. A PR, as Jessica loves. Second place finish. So, again, we're just even in the field events, we're seeing a ton of second, thirds, and first place finishes. Yep. Uh, the last competitor, a Natasha Jordan, there she is again. The junior, 5 feet, 6.5 inches in the high jump, 8 out of 21 competitors. And our final event in the field events, men's pole vault, two competitors. Chris Stone, the senior, 15 feet, 11.25 inches for 12 out of 21. And James Corson, the freshman, 15 feet, 11.25 inches, 11 out of 21. Again, We always talk about why does two players with this exact same height 
score differently or a place differently, it's because of the amount of attempts it took them to get there. Correct. And how many times they clear it. How many times they clear it. So see, again, I'm learning. I'm so impressed that you remember that. You're doing so great. You know, next year, you're not even going to need me to be the host. It'll be you're the host. I'm the co-host. Let's not get crazy now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Moving on to the track events. So first is the men's 60 meter dash. We already talked about this a little bit with Anthony Schwartz, got the PR and his, the freshman record with a time of 6.59 and a second place overall finish out of 49 athletes. Then we had Sean Shivers, another Auburn football player with a time of 6.83 seconds for a 25th place finish, followed by Jason Reese with a time of 6.91 seconds and a 36th place finish. I do want to mention something about Sean Shivers, but I'll wait till we get to his next event there. Something I th- I'm thinking about, thinking of him as a football player, mm-hmm. why he did well in maybe one area, but not in another. So okay. we'll, I'll hold that for a second. Okay, well, then let's move on to the men's 200-meter dash. So Sean Shivers again, with a time of 21.54 seconds for a sixth-place finish out of 47 athletes. This was actually his first time competing in the 200-meter in indoor, or I guess since he's a freshman at all. Um, followed by Jason Reese with a time of 22.24 seconds and a 35th place finish, and Joshua Burks with a time of 21.98 seconds and a 28th out of 47 place finish. So let's look at this for Sean Shivers real quick. Okay. So he competes in the 60-meter dash and gets 25th out of 49. So mm-hmm. bigger, well, about relatively the same field in both these events, Correct. but a much different placement. So in the 200-meter dash, he gets 6th place. Why is that? So if you know anything about football and you know maybe the type comparing uh, Anthony Schwartz to Sean Shivers, their their build, their body types, Schwartz is more lanky. Mm-hmm. Very, they're both very strong, very fit athletes, but they're just different. And because Sean Sean is a little more he's short and squatty, right? Now the thing with him is, and this is what he was known for in football, he was known for being a bowling ball. He would build up momentum as he okay. was going, on, and by the time he hits his top speed. He's already got so much momentum behind him, nobody can stop him. Or he just bounces off of them. So think about it this way. I don't think the shorter dashes are his strong suit. But when you look at the longer dashes, 200 meter, where he Mm -hmm. had more success, this is probably where we're going to see him. And maybe that's why Coach put him in this event for the first time. See if this is where he can have his strength. And you know what I love about this? So to be completely transparent, I have no idea what positions these gentlemen play in football. Running back and wide receiver. Schwartz is a wide receiver running back and is Sean Shivers. Huh? Wait. Sean Shivers is a running back. Okay. And Anthony Schwartz is a wide receiver. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pretend but, I know exactly what those positions do. <laughs> and God. moving on. <laughs> um, but it is nice that, so Anthony Schwartz right now is top of the top in the 60 for Auburn. And Sean Shivers is top of the top for the 200. So they do compete with each other in the 60, but they each have an uh, an event that they both do very well. Right. So, and also while you were saying that you saw Anthony Schwartz on Instagram, I did remember he had a terrible start on his final run, the 6.59 where he tied the record. That's why he had, a, he came out of the blocks very poorly. And even coach Spry said that in his notes. So if Anthony Schwartz has a perfect out of the block next he race, he's going to blow everybody out of the water. So the fact that he could recover from that in a 60-meter dash, that's so impressive to me. Coach uh, Malzahn is feeling very happy about what he's seeing these guys. This is why he's uh, fine yeah. with them, you know, competing in track and field. Absolutely. 
All right, moving on to our next event there. We have the women's 200-meter dash. Tyler Colbert, the freshman, with a run of 24.75 seconds, 22nd out of 43 competitors. The next event, the men's 60-meter hurdles. We had one competitor, Chris Stone, the senior, 8.35 seconds, 23rd out of 27th. He's one of those we always see competing in a ton of races just because he's one of the athlon, as we call him, events. And he improved from his last score here, which was 8.85. He did. Very much so. Next, we had the women's 60-meter hurdles with Natasha Jordan again. So I'm telling you, she's got to be gearing up for an athlon. Um, she placed 28th out of 36 with a hurdle run of 8.74 seconds, which again was an improvement from her run at UAB. So that was really impressive to see. Um, next, moving on to the men's 400-meter dash, we had one competitor, Ch- Chison Tenkang, with a run of 48.7 seconds, his fastest this year, with a com- with a placement of 19 out of 41 athletes. You know, there were a couple of meets this year where we can talk about how, not that we were discouraged, but we were... L- you know, less impressed, I guess is mm-hmm, a good way of mm-hmm. saying it, because we saw some athletes not do as well as they did in the previous meets. I think you're really seeing them starting to get in the shape. Yep. Everything's starting to click now. And that's why, you, not, even if we're not talking about PRs, we're talking about improvement every single Absolutely. time. Absolutely. They're coming into their own. All right. We'll move on to the next event down here, the women's 400-meter dash. We have two competitors, Cameron Hinton, a freshman, 55 seconds, fifty 55 seconds, 0.19 seconds, I have to clarify there. Seventh place out of 37. Uh, and then Myra Mack, the sophomore, 57.40 seconds, 25th out of 37. Moving on to the men's 800-meter one competitor, Tommy McDonough. He has a time of 1 minute, 57.7 seconds for 38, 34 out of 38 competitors. And that's his first time competing in that event. Yep. Moving on to the women's 800-meter run, we had three competitors. Abby Zane ran a time of 2 minutes, 18 seconds for a 29th out of 38 athlete finish, followed by Frances Patrick with a time of 2 minutes, 18.2 seconds for a 30th place finish, and then Gigi Maddox with a time of 2 minutes, 18.7 seconds for 33 place finish. So all three of our athletes in fi- finished in 0.7 seconds of each other. So you know, we talk a lot about in cross country about running as a unit or a, as with a partner, a buddy, mm-hmm. some type of thing to encourage you to run a little bit faster, to push you, yes. so to speak. And I think as we get further and further into these runs, you see a lot of that more. Absolutely. And this was the fastest that any of these ladies had run this season. Mm-hmm. So they obviously did push each other. I think we can do a little bit better, though. Oh, Jessica's you know, got some high standards here. I do. And I think because... They're competing with each other. That makes a huge difference in these distance events where I know that they, well, technically it is a run. So it is a distance. I'm I'm doing air quotes that y'all can't see. It is a distance (laughs) event for track. So moving on to the men's mile, we had three competitors. Excuse me. We had Tommy McDonough placed eighth out of 24 athletes with his PR for the season of four minutes, 16.5 seconds. Followed by Jack Rogers with his PR for the season of 4 minutes, 19.7 seconds for a 13th place finish. And Andy Smith also of a PR of the season with 4 minutes, 20.6 seconds and a 15th place finish. So none of these athletes hit their PR overall, but it is still the fastest they ran this season. So they still so far have done the best they've done in 2019. Continuing improvement across the board for Auburn. 
We'll move on to the men, uh, women's mile run where we had five competitors in here. We had Presley Weems with a time of four, point, uh, four minutes, 47.6 seconds, and that is her PR for the year. And we've already mentioned forever, forever a third-place finish gets her the bronze for Auburn. Gigi Maddox, the freshman, five minutes, 2.6 seconds, a PR for her, 21st out of 34. Francis Patrick, five minutes, uh, 2.07 seconds. Another, just go ahead and assume that every athlete I mentioned in this event for the ladies is a PR because they do. They do. 18th out of 34 for Francis. For Abby Zane, the sophomore, four minutes, 57.99 seconds, uh, 12th out of 34. And then we had Faith Bet, which is this her first time competing. It's nice to see some new fa- uh, names throughout the meet here. Uh, five minutes, 10.45 seconds, 27th out of 34. I think it's really good to see our athletes that we're used to seeing doing so well because I think it makes Coach Spry feel more comfortable trying some of these obviously younger players, but even some of the upperclassmen who don't see it as much because he's trying to fill out the best athletes possible. So absolutely, a couple of new names here today. And this is the happiest I think I've been all season. Five athletes compete. Five athletes get PRs. It's like you just can't Christmas get anything better. You. Seriously. I mean, I'm not typically a mile, you know, we all know I chase that 400. That's my favorite event ever in track and field. But to see five athletes get PRs and look at Abby Zane. So she did place 12, but she got a PR. She ran 10 seconds faster than she ran at what Vandy. So that's huge. That's huge. So great job, ladies. For the women's 3,000 meter run, it just keeps getting longer and longer. (laughs) We have two competitors, Hannah Tarwater, the freshman five or excuse me nine minutes 55.8 seconds for 10th out of 19th and then mercy kiprop a name we're very familiar with the junior nine minutes 56.9 seconds 11th out of 19. so moving on to the men's 3000 meter run we had kevin weiss who's a senior compete for the first time in the 3000 meter run this season and get a pr eight minutes 16.99 seconds for a third place finish out of 16 athletes followed by silas kipnicic with a time of 8 minutes 38.1 seconds for a 10th place finish, and Andy Smith with a time of 8 minutes 55.6 seconds for a 16th place finish. So this is the first time all three of these men have competed in the 3,000-meter run this season. And moreover on that, why is it the first time we've seen Kevin Weiss? You know, he was so prominent in cross-country. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he's saving himself for outdoor competition i, I couldn't I even know. tell you because now kevin has competed in the 5,000 meter run at um vandy but i'm not sure couldn't tell you. it's interesting you know i thought we had been talking about him for a long time but it wasn't the case yep so we have two events left so we've got the women's 5,000 meter run which we talked a little bit about brenda kaigan coming in first Woo-hoo! with a time of 17 minutes 9.2 seconds There were only eight athletes competing in this event, which God bless them because that's eight more than I thought would. Um, Next is Mercy Kiprop with a time of 17 minutes, 47.2 seconds for a seventh place finish. Because just remember, Kyle, they're only 200 meter track. They have to run around that thing 25 times to get 3.1 miles. I mean, that, that is so impressive to me that they can A, keep count. I mean, I know they have people helping them, but when you're that, like Brenda obviously lapped some people and probably lapped her teammate as well just because the track is so short I, i'm just baffled i i'm i'm baffled that it took her this long for whatever reason we don't know if she was hurt or if she's just kind of biding her time on why she wasn't competing as well or as often 
it's just nice to see Brenda back. And again, the theme for this show is the old familiar places. I love it when Brenda Kaigan comes out of nowhere and just blows everybody out of the water. And she did that in this race. Absolutely. So do you want, can I hit the I, final? I thought I would leave your favorite, you know, event for you. Thank you. Since the men did not compete, um, we only had women's four by 400. We had obviously four athletes compete. I have no idea who they were. I was not able to find that information and I'm a little bummed about it. 14 teams competed. Unfortunately, Auburn came in. I was like, do you place. really want to mention if they got last place? Um, but <laughs> It's okay though, because their time improved by nine seconds. This is so, not their strongest event. It's not. So they got a time of three minutes, 47.9 seconds. But here's the thing, Kyle. They are out there. They're competing. I've been on a team before, a relay team, where we were the slowest. We got lapped. We uh, And this was an outdoor track. The track was double. So it was 400 meters and we still got lapped. Um, I remember what that feels like to be in last. And you know what it still feels like? A victory. Because you finished. So I'm just going to say it. I'm proud of these athletes. Proud of them for going out there knowing that there are teams that are going to beat them. They did it. You just need to be a motivational speaker from now on. I should be, you know, moving on to my life of motivational speaking. <laughs> but great competition and great results this week. It keeps getting better and better for our Tigers. Absolutely. So that's it for this week. And the athletes are actually off for two weeks. So they don't come back until the SEC Indoor Championships. I cannot believe we're already here. I'm so bummed. We know outdoor is my favorite. But I still love indoors. So I'm sad that it's already over. But they will go to Fayetteville, Arkansas for the SEC Indoor Championships. Arkansas. Right. February 22nd and 23rd. So you leave like South Carolina for three weeks straight. And then you got to go over to that place. I right. mean, come on. All the way. Over That's the, a long bus ride. I, I don't think they're busting that one. If, if More power to y'all if y'all bust that one. But that is a long, boring drive is what I've been told. I'm betting they're busting. But we, I could be wrong. So, Kyle. Before we've got a long break before the SEC Indoor Championships, yes. people are going to need to talk about track and field. Where can they find you to talk about it? If you want to find me, you can do so on Twitter at TigerEye24. And even better, you know, obviously, since I'm the motivational speaker about track and field, you can find me at Jessica Loomis RN on Twitter. So that's all we've got for you today. That's all we've got for two weeks. So y'all hang on to this episode, listen to it a few times, cry yourself out to sleep. And then we will see you back after the SEC Indoor Championships. War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?